Kim wants to. Uh, <laughs> never mind. <laughs> Praise God. Well, um, we will now begin to start our new women's ministries using Young Adult Bible Study, our first workshop. This first workshop um, is entitled Jesus versus Hip Hop. Today, um, our workshop leaders was supposed to be Minister Diamond Brooks from Harlem, New York. And she had an emergency at her church, so please keep her in prayer. But I know when we do the second portion of this workshop, I pray that she will come in and be able to really minister us because this is one of her um, callings. She does a lot of um, workshops in regards to hip-hop and you know, young people and in church. But today, I'm going to do the workshop in the best of my ability. And I just ask that during this workshop, that you please keep me in prayer. And I pray that I will learn something and that you all will learn something that will help you and increase your relationship in Christ. So now I'm going to go into opening prayer. After opening prayer, whoever would like to start, I would like you to introduce yourself. Tell me where you're calling from, and then from there we'll go into the workshop. So I'm going to open up with prayer. Dear God, I just worship your holy and your righteous name, for you are a worthy God. You are a great God, a mighty God, a holy God, for you are just wonderful, and you are amazing. Lord, oh God, just ask you, oh God, that you please, oh God, forgive us of our sins and our iniquities, whatever it is that we're doing that's not pleasing in your eyes, like Father. I just ask for forgiveness today. Lord, I just truly thank you, oh God. Thank you, oh God, for a new women's ministry. I thank you, oh God, just for this awesome ministry. I thank you, oh God, for the youth and young adult Bible study. I thank you for everyone that came on the line today to come and to learn more about you, to increase their relationship, to really walk right in your way, oh Lord. I thank you, oh God, for what will be taught. I thank you, oh God, for what will be learned. And I thank you, oh God, for what will be hidden inside of us so that we can use it to glorify you. Lord, oh God, I just ask you, oh God, that Lord Heavenly Father, that you be with me and that your Holy Spirit will be with me so that I can teach these people on the line whatever it is that you would have me to teach, oh God. And just please bless this workshop. Oh God, if there's anyone that needs to be saved, help them to be saved. If there's anyone that needs to be delivered, let them be delivered, oh God. And I truly thank you for this day. In Jesus' name I pray, amen. Amen. Whoever would like to start, please introduce yourself, tell me where you're calling from, and I would greatly appreciate it. Okay, hi, my name is Marcel. Um, I think y'all know Janine. I am her youngest daughter, and she invited me today, so I'm calling in and from the Bronx of New York. Okay, welcome. I'm Prophet Shanine. I'm calling from Charlotte, North Carolina. Um, like Sasha was just mentioning, I'm her mom. She's my youngest child, one that's in the prophetic family. And hopefully uh, whew, this will be an experience for her um, that she will come back and line up back with what God has for her because he's truly calling back those that will worship him in spirit and in truth. So I'm just thanking God for what he's about to do on this line for for the youth and young adults. 
Um, my name is Gregory. Um, what, I mean, what else, what else, what am I supposed to say in my introduction? Oh, just introduce yourself, tell me where you're calling from. Okay. Um, yeah, my name is Gregory. Um, I'm calling from King Station, um, Baltimore, Maryland. Uh, I just really hope that, you know, God speaks to me on today, and I, I really am interested and curious to find out what, um, can happen to this Bible study and what you talked about and what I can learn. So. Amen. Amen. You forgot to state your shoe size. Well, my name is uh, Jamal Collins. I'm apparently now assistant moderator <laughs> as of two conferences ago, somehow. And I'm Adrian's boyfriend. And I'm calling, both of us are calling from South End. So, yeah. Is there anyone else on the line that would like to introduce themselves and tell me where you're calling from? Uh, Brian, are you still on the line? Hold up, my friend wants to introduce himself, but he's just shy. <laughs> okay. So he's one of my neighbors that live in my building, and, you know, we're chilling, and he just wants to listen in, so hold on. Well, hello, everybody. Good afternoon. My name is Jairo. Um, As you can tell, I'm her neighbor, and, yeah, God bless everybody. God bless you, you, too. God bless you. Thank you. Thank you, Jesus. Um, Brian, are you still on the line? Oh, okay. Well, my name is Adrian Morton. I am the lead moderator of A New Woman's Ministries the Young Adult Bible Study. Um, I'm calling from Baltimore, Maryland, but I'm originally from Brooklyn, New York. Um, I'm, you know, finishing up my last semester here at Coppin. Um, I was called into the ministry. Last May, I'm preparing for ministry. Um, Apostle Tracy Foreman is having me um, get prepared for ministry by leading this youth and young adult Bible study. And I can truly say it's really, it's really preparing me and it's really helping me to go forth in my ministry. I can really say that I have been blessed. And I'm glad that God is really sending people on the line. And I hope that all of you will enjoy this workshop. This is an interactive workshop as well. I was telling um someone earlier on the line, um, the first remainder of the workshop, while I get into the workshop, if you have any hip-hop songs, I want you to think about any hip-hop songs that you listen to that are your favorite. Think of some artists that really listen to and you, they're like your biggest fan, you know, you just have to listen to them, and I want you to think of some some lyrics, just some lyrics, some of the things that are in these songs, and when I ask you about them, I want you to read them to me, and as best as, as possible, I'm going to break it down to you and help you to know what God is really saying about those lyrics. So, 
the scriptures that I'm going to be coming from today, the first remainder of the um, workshop, I'm going to be coming from Exodus, the 20th chapter, verse 3 and 5. And I'm also going to be coming from John, the 4th chapter, verse 24. Um, I can read the scriptures, but if anyone who has the scriptures now, I would like for you to read them for me. Can anyone read them for me before I go ahead and read them as well? Anybody on the line would like to read them for me, please? I'll read. Okay. Is that Exodus 20, chapter 20, verses 3 and 5? Yes. I'm reading out a new King James uh, Version. Okay. You shall have no other gods before me. You shall not make yourself for yourself a carved image, any likeness of anything that is in heaven above or that is in the earth beneath or that is in the water underneath. You shall not bow down to them nor serve them. For I, the Lord your God, am a jealous God, visiting the iniquities of your fathers upon the children to the third and fourth generations of those who hate me. Can someone read to me John, the fourth chapter, verse 24? Okay, I'll read it. You got it? Okay. Yeah, I'll read it. It's John, John the, the fourth first chapter. chapter verse, verse, fourth, fourth, 20, 20, 20. Okay, say it again. I'm sorry. It's John, John the what? The fourth chapter, verse 24. Okay. Um, that's what it's called. God is a spirit, a spiritual being, and those who worship him must worship him in the spirit and in truth, reality. Amen. Well, my topic that I really wanted to discuss is who's your God? Is it Jesus or is it hip-hop? For all those that are on the line that agree with me, our generation is a hip-hop generation. If you listen to most of the radio stations, if you look at the artists like Jay-Z and the different artists that are really into hip-hop, it's a hip-hop generation. Does anyone on the line know what hip-hop means? Can someone on the line tell me before I give you the definition of hip-hop? That's my grandson. He has a voice. <laughs> <laughs> I think he has a definition, too. Anyone on the line want to give me a definition of hip-hop? What does hip-hop mean? Okay, um, you right, this is Michelle. Just uh huh. And my husband, in a way, like, has this thing about hip hop, and he's listening in, but he doesn't really want to introduce himself. Uh huh. So, um, he want he like is urging to answer his question. So I don't know if is that okay with y'all. 
I don't mind anybody that's on the line. Like I said, you're welcome today. If he wants to come in, he can come in. I'm I'm welcoming everybody on the line today. This is really going to be. I'm going to teach you, and you're going to teach me, and it's really going to be interactive. So you can go ahead. Hello? Hello, how are you? I'm fine. My name is Trevor Nicholas. Um, I'm not big Christian in any type of way. Mm-hmm. I'm just listening in just to, like, get perspectives. I'm into, like, a lot of different perspectives. Um, but hip-hop is self-expression, um, you know, it's not just the average, you know, like, shoot somebody in XYZ type of perspective, because if you look at, like, the the history of hip-hop and, like, the actual meaning of hip-hop, it kind of been changed since many years, but originally it was to promote, you know, like, the struggles that started out in the Bronx, and it was like a youth expression of like what they were going through and what they were dealing with you know so such as like the graffiti you know the break dancing you know the lyrical concept and the DJing those are all aspects that was actually used from youth to express the condition of what was the Bronx was burning or you know poverty in the Bronx and then it grew to become something a whole lot bigger what it is today, well, what it is today, you know, like, but then again, it kind of got, I'm sorry, that was my son, Um, it kind of like changed a little bit because, you know, like, the industry and corporation got involved in it, and now they're promoting, like, who is a hip-hop artist and what is real hip-hop versus, you know, what is rap, and, you know, like, the rap is kind of like... I know, I know you know, but, you know, like, rap is more like the violent, like, no real historical concepts of what is hip-hop, it's like the violence, the, the shoot 'em up bang-bang, whatever, of hip-hop, and hip-hop is actually the essence of what is life creation and understanding in, like, a lyrical concept. Um, I just wanted uh, to chime in. That's exactly one point that I was going to clarify and establish the distinct difference, is that hip-hop is the expression of self with meaning and soul in it, whereas rap, which is, that's the that's the expression of self that does not have any real meaning. It, there's no soul to it. It's just a person putting words on a paper and trying to make money. Hip-hop is not done for the sake of making money. It's done for the sake of, of putting out a message, for the sake of like raising awareness of maybe about a certain topic or something like that. It's, there's a purpose, and hip-hop is... There's a precise purpose and design for hip-hop, whereas with rap, it's just about whatever anybody wants to say and talk about their hard past and, and, and whatnot, the things that they had to do to survive and all that. I mean, I'm not discounting that, but still, it's, there's no there's no substance to rap. Sure, it's just sure, done right. for the sake of making money and becoming popular. True. Like, what I think it is basically, like, you know, Jamal said, it's a whole bunch of people putting words together that wrong. And in result is to have a lot of money.
and it's also about boasting about how great you think it's how how great you think you are. You know what I'm saying? Like a lot of people, if you listen to it, a lot of people, they rap and they say they're the best at you know whatever, and it's basically yeah. Of course, we we know that, but they don't. So they um basically you know they they rap. They rap because, you know, they're proud for themselves or they want to prove something to people, I guess. So that's what I think. That's what I think rap is. Um, Hip-hop, I just, I basically agree with what Jamal said and um, the person that spoke before him. So. Kevin. Kevin. I'm sorry, Kevin. Thank you, Greg. Hello? Hello, Adrian. I'm sorry. I thought it was at three o'clock. I still tapped in. It's over. No, no, no. We um we're having the um workshop now. We were um I was um discussing about um what hip hop means, but we're okay. we're still having it. But um I'm we're just getting, getting into it. <laughs> um, Sasha, what was your husband's name? Trevor. Huh? Trevor. Oh, thank you, Trevor, and thank you, Jamal, and thank you, um, Brad. Um, before I go into the meaning of hip-hop, is there anyone else that wants to say anything? Because all of what you said is going to sum up the meaning that I, I mean, it's going to sum up the definition that I research on hip-hop. Does anyone else want to say anything before I move on? I would like to know the meaning, if you didn't already elaborate on it. If, well, if you don't mind, I'll, I'll um, explain it to you. Um, who am I speaking to? This is my cousin, Linda. Hello, Hello cousin Linda. Hi. <laughs> um, basically, what we were establishing is the difference between the two genres of music that are similar and commonly misconstrued. They're, they're, they're commonly distorted and made to seem like they're, they're the same thing when they're not, and that's hip-hop and rap. Rap is the expression of self where it's just a person putting words on a paper and they're making money off of it. There's no design or purpose. There's no meaning or soul or depth to it. It's just somebody talking about whatever it is that they want to. And as my friend Greg said, boasting about how much better they are than everybody else and why everybody should listen to their songs and buy their records and give them more money. That's okay. what rap is. It, it's it's a it, it's garbage in my opinion, but okay. that's my opinion. But hip hop is the hip hop. There's a there's a specific and precise design and purpose and method to it. Hip hop is the expression of self that there's meaning to it. It's about hip-hop talks about something, either to raise awareness on certain issues or whether it is to, uh, I suppose, just get a message to people that people otherwise aren't listening to. There is soul and depth to it. There is a structure to it, and it's not for the sake of making money. Hip-hop is for the sake of the people. It's for the sake of talking to people and if, 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 and resonating with them to give meaning, to give more meaning and open their perspective, to open their mind. 
basically. Okay. Okay. Similar versus Dougie Fresh and uh, Canyon West now. Some similar to that. Well, I don't know who Canyon West is, but um, and I only have a cursory knowledge of Dougie Fresh, but I'm pretty sure that you're probably accurate. <laughs> um, excuse me. I I don't mean to interrupt or like I don't mean to correct. Uh, I I I believe your name is Linda. I'm uh-huh. sorry. I'm sorry, Shell. Hi, I'm I'm Shanine's youngest daughter. I'm her youngest uh-huh. child. I'm five years old. Okay. Uh, when you said Kane West, I said uh, it's Kanye West. Oh, Kanye West. Oh, Kanye. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I've heard his his his. I mean, I don't sit and listen to it, but I've heard his his um version of rap. And then, you know, I mean, you guys, your generation is um, younger, but Dougie Fresh, he was naturally a hip-hop. And um, I actually still listen like, Dougie Fresh and, you know, the old school. I'm not too much of a of a rap, hip-hop, and now, like, yeah, the hip-hop, yeah, uh-huh, you know, just lyrical <laughs> whack. Yeah. This is probably the only Yeah. I don't really listen to none of it. I just um, kind of defy. You know how sometimes you could just defy some of it. Yeah. Okay. If I if if I may interject, this is Prophet Shanine, um from South North Carolina. Um, I let me, let me make it more even mainstream for you. Uh, Jay Z versus um, not not so much as Dougie Fresh, but let's uh-huh. let's go down to Boogie Down Bronx. Uh, Ooh, so I feel like I'm trying to help me to, to no, not even Grandmaster Flash, but there's, there's, um, he made, um, I think, very deeply. Nah. He was a hip-hop artist, um, and he was, he was married to, uh, Melly Mel. Yeah, I'm not really familiar with those names. Oh, my I goodness, I can't think of their names. but I can't think of I can't, I can, I can see his face, but is is like Jay Z versus um, that particular young man who is still he's like a hip hop philosopher. He calls himself like a hip hop philosopher. I cannot think of his name right now. I can see his face, but it's more mainstream like that. Jay Z versus or or even um, Little Wayne versus Dougie Fresh. Who uh, KRS One? Yes, 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 yes. Right there, KRS One. Yes, KRS One versus Jay Z, or KRS One versus Lil Wayne, or KRS One versus Rihanna, even, or you know, all of them rapping, all the rest of that garbage that they be spilling out. Because I grew up on KRS One, and one of his favorite songs that, one of his favorite hip hop uh, uh, music that he used to come out with was I Think Very Deeply, and it was just meaningful to me because he had something to say. You know what I'm saying? Just like um, Minister Jamal was saying, he had a cause that he wanted to address. You know, and a lot of the rap, rap artists is all about their cars, their money, their women, their drugs, and different things. So there is a very, very big difference. So right. it's, it's more mainstream like that, like KRS-1 versus Jay-Z, Lil Wayne, Gucci Man, you know, uh-huh. all of them. <laughs> And and you're right, so right about that. Like I'm I'm thankful for most of the um the points that you all are bringing forward. 
But the question I really wanted to put out, especially for the young people and especially for the ones that are saved, because I'm not going to lie, I'm still growing. You know, I'm, I'm, I've just, I'm new, I'm fresh into ministry. It's a lot of things that I'm trying to grow upon. But one thing that I realized and I'm not going to lie that can't agree with me, a lot of us are taking hip-hop as a religion. Um, especially with me going up here to school, instead of serving God, instead of glorifying God, they rather look at the music videos, have what those young men have on the videos, such as Jay-Z and Beyonce and everybody else. They don't want to serve God, so that's why I brought this scripture. And it says, and again it says, You shall have no other gods before me. And then it also says down at verse 5, For I am the Lord, your God, and a jealous God, visiting the iniquities of the fathers upon the children to the third and fourth generations of those who hate me, but showing mercy to thousands to those who love me and keep my commandments. And like some of you all were saying, a lot of people are taking hip-hop to another level. It's really becoming like a religion. You know, God is selfish. He doesn't want us worshiping these things. He doesn't want us, you know, oh, because Jay-Z or because these other artists on television or whatever have these things. He doesn't want us worshiping them. So that was one point that I wanted to um, bring across and really emphasize today that we really need to be delivered from that. And did anybody that I was asking on the line um, think come up with any songs or any of their favorite songs have any lyrics? And if any of them can tell me some of those lyrics, and I could kind of tell you yeah, what I was there. talking about. I'll take you there. That was uh-huh. an old gospel song. But, uh-huh. you know, they had um, turned it over, and it became R&B, something sex- sensual, sexual. I'll take uh-huh. you there. Uh-huh. Um, it was run, sung by the Staple Sisters, you know, back in the, I think the, the early '60s. I don't know if you guys are familiar with that. Um, and there's a lot of other songs that um, that they sing now, if I'm understanding you correctly, mm-hmm. that they have, you know, brought it to. Like Kirk Franklin, um, he does a lot of the songs, and so do um, Mary Mary, you know, like um, Heaven, Heaven, I Want to Go. That was an R&B. That was, you know, that music was actually came from an R&B song, you know, and another thing that you have brought out with um, Jay-Z, even with Beyonce, they, they, you know, and that's, you know, it's a blessing because God said he'll bring on the wicked as well as the righteous. And, you know, and and unfortunately, you know, in this society, we worship the creator instead of the, the create. We worship the creature instead of the creator. Mm-hmm. You know, and um, and I was thinking about when they're on stage and they're getting um, awarded for, the, you know, best singer, best actress. They say, I want to thank God who is head of my life. But God is not ahead of your life when you out there, you know, with your cookie ma, hoochie mama outfit on, you know, and you singing. Because I heard Will Smith and Jada, Jada, uh, 
ticket say one time. Don't 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 put God in it when you get get ready to, you know, receive your award because God ain't in this. Just get your award, thank Him, and that's it. But I think Beyonce got offended from right. you know from what she said. Yeah, do you um, remember that? I got a uh, I got a question. Yes. Um, one, yeah, one thing about me, um, and like, don't get it twisted. I like, don't. Let me let me finish and let me try to really explain what I'm saying. What I'm basically saying is like, in a uh-huh. sense, if I, I always think like, if I ever got famous or I was like really well known, you know what I'm saying? I would, I would think for those people that you said, you know, people say, you know, thank God, whatever. Like, is it is it bad that every person, in a sense, doesn't use that gift for? For God, like a prime example, it's this um, rapper. Um, I really like. I saw him like, like his name is Travis, Travis McCoy or Travis McCoy. Um, mm-hmm. just he, like he got he, yeah, he he talks to him like he he doesn't in a sense. I'm not gonna say all this stuff. Like I'll give you two examples of two songs. One song is called "I Want to Be a Billionaire," and other song is um one one. One at a time. All right, so one at a time talks about, you know, we need to come together. We need to we need to uh, help each other out. We need to, you know, try to help the weak and all that type of stuff. Same same characteristics, right. same things that God wants. But um, something else I like is me personally, I don't, I, I don't, I really don't like extra spiritual people. Like, like I'm not saying I don't like it, but it kind of gets on my nerves. You know what I'm saying? And it's like, but I mean, but, what yeah, what I'm, I'm talking about, like, I'm talking about, like, you know, people who just, who just, like, like, mad extra. Like, I'm, I'm a practical, like, like, I was telling somebody, I'm a practical Christian, in a sense. Like, when I'm with my people, when I'm with my people I'm cool with, you know what I'm saying, I'm going to talk, I'm going to talk to them, and I'm not going to be all extra, uh, extra spiritual. I mean, I, I'm, I'm going to you. Yeah, I understand, I know that, but it's like, with me, with me, I just don't feel as though, I just don't feel like everybody's going to get saved off of, with Sean Payson and you know Shekinah Glory Ministries that's my favorite they they be killing but everybody's gonna get saved off of that everybody doesn't understand that like the one thing I, I really believe is just like I feel like a lot of the things that you use for the world you know that's in the world is is not bad it's just the western method they use so hip hop in general there's a lot of hip hop rap the world and not of the world yeah exactly in so, the world but not of the world Mm-hmm. I'm, exactly. So the thing a lot of people get twisted is like, okay, you know what I'm saying? Um, hip hop is wrong because because the hip hop that people are used to listening to, you know, is talks about bad stuff, which is true. But you know mm-hmm. what? It's some people like me. Uh, say it again. Most of it. Say that again. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, they, so, but, and if they insult women too. Exactly. Mm-hmm. I, I totally understand that. But with me, <laughs> me personally, you know. The same thing with them. They have creativity that God gave them. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. a lot of things. A lot of people don't understand. Everything Christian doesn't have to be corny. Like that irritates <laughs> me. Like I'm serious. Like you know, like like that's a lot of it's a lot of white Christian musicians that they 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 have potential to be good, but they just corny. It's like Why, cause like they I'm serious. Hard rock Christian. Nah, I like hard rock Christian. I'm not talking about that, but it's just like. Some stuff, like, I ain't gonna lie, some, the the one thing I, I definitely want God to use me for is I want to, I want him to use my gifts and graphic design and just my creativity to, to make, to make Christianity more, 
more attractive. You know what I'm saying? Like, hey, I don't mean to cut you off. What is your gift that God has um, given you? What is, what is you your mean, blessing? Your gift? I, well, I, I know I'm a very creative person. Um, I, like, a gift. I, I just, it's just being creative. Graphic design. design art, drawing graphic and design creating, art, pictures. And stuff like that. Brian, you're going to do it. You know, it's a different. It really okay. is. It's a difference in using your, your glory for God and your glory for money and your glory for the devil. It really is a difference. Sure, sure. It, sure. it really is. <clears throat> you know, and if we sure. read the scriptures carefully, because the Bible tells yeah. us to work out our own salvation with fear and trembling. Mm-hmm. Correct? And, and the Bible yeah. also says, let every man be convicted within his own mind and heart. Right, but if sure. I go out there and smoke reefer, and if it, it don't convict me and I'm high, the Bible also mm-hmm. speaks about a person, a drunken person too, right? True, mm-hmm. true, true, true. Right. Like so, this? this? Know, how do we level that off? How do well, we balance that? Hello? Good. Uh-huh. My name is Brian. The Bible also says in Second Timothy 2.15, to study to show thyself approved. A work man okay. needed not to be ashamed, rightly dividing the word of truth. So if you study yourself and you know what's, what's right, and the Bible also says in Matthew 6, 24, that no man can serve two masters. Mm-hmm. True. Thank you. So well, you, can't have, you can't have in one hand God and then have in the other hand the world. In the other okay. hand, the world and Satan and all your riches and all everything, and say, okay, on, on this day I'm gonna serve God, and then mm-hmm. on the next day, okay, I want the riches and I want God. Mm-hmm. I mean, I want Satan. Now, listen, mm-hmm. I understand that you say, you know, you want to be a practical Christian, but at the end right. of the day, you know what I mean? It's yeah, I'm not girl. saying. At the end of the day, it's either God, it's either God, or it's either the world. And God says he don't want no lukewarm Christians. He says he he spits them out. So you got to be totally on fire for God. Totally high. And I really understand what you're saying about the corniness about the Christian because to tell you the truth, man, I really, really, really hate Christian rap. I really do. I, I, no, I really all hate. of it. So I'm just saying we Because for me, I know that they that's a gift that God gave me, but for, for in my opinion, it's just my I hate opinion. Christian. I don't like Christian rap. <laughs> it's huh. just my opinion. I know that it's like, but it's just, it's it's, a, it's another way that you can do it. It's just like, I don't, I feel as though that there's another way that you can do it. But that's just my opinion. And true. to me, everyone's entitled to their own opinion. And who are right. we to, who are we to judge sure. how another should use their gifts to serve God? Right. We, but, we can't and, say that. and that's just my opinion. Because I, and, sure. Scripture says we do things decent and in order, too. Everything True, is decent right. and in order to glorify God. Right. But the one, the one thing I definitely understand when it comes to Christian rap, and and I'll give you a, pro, a prime example. Now, Mally Music. He's really young. He's. Uh, do y'all know Mally Music? No. Yeah, Mally I don't music. believe I've heard it. 
Yeah, exactly. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I know Praise One. I know Praise One. The thing about that is, like, I really like Nelly music because he's annoying it. Like, like, this stuff is annoying it. Now, in my opinion, in my opinion, like, I'm on the phone with my friend and we talking. He gets mad at me, but I mean, that's my opinion. Um, Kiki Sheridan, the stuff that I hear from her, it's more as though I'm going to be, I'm going to sing R&B, but I'm going to put God in it, and it's not. it, It doesn't move me. It doesn't. Like, I'm not trying to judge her ministry. But I'm just being, I'm just being honest. It's like, it's like, you know what I'm saying? It's like, I'm a, I'm a just put God in it so it'll be okay, you know? And yeah. It's not trans, it's not, it's not transparent. In my opinion, it's not transparent enough. The message isn't is clear enough to make sure that we know it's from God. It's just like, it's like okay, you know, like it sounds good, but and Mary, 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 they they did a really. I think they did really good. They did really good. good. Like, what, what, Mary, yeah. Mary? Yeah, yeah that new album, The Sound. Well, the last CD yeah. sound, I, I, it was awesome. You know, even though some one of them in there, it was kind of bumping and grinding there. I mean, it was a lot of, you know. I mean, but you, you can't judge a piece of Like, well, I think I know what you're you know, saying. I didn't, I, didn't hear go, I didn't hear God in it at all in one of them. Sure. Okay. Uh, a lot, a lot of mistakes what people make with uh, the hip hop generation, generally, where they make a mistake is what what goes on is when people goes up there like Jay Z, Beyonce, and all of these artists they go up there and like what Will Smith and Jada Pinkett Smith. I respect what they said because mm, I really respect Will. Well, when they go, when they, when people go up there, that's how they try to capture the um, the Christian people. Because they go up there, because when I was younger, I used to respect uh, people like Jay-Z and all of them. Because they go up there and they say, I thank God for this and this. How can you go up there and say, I thank God for this and thank God for this, yet on one hand, you're, you're thanking God for this, but uh, the very next day, you're using profane language. You're disrespecting women. You're smoking this. You're doing this. You're doing that. Yeah, and I and I hate and, Jay Z music. His music degrades women. And that, period. True. And at the same time, Jay Z, I really, I used to like Jay Z. Used to be one of my favorite artists, but uh, I, I really cannot stand Jay Z now because he put his. He put himself on such a pedestal because True, he put himself. <laughs> he said, "Hova." Yeah, he yes. Hova. And Hova is God. Hova. Can I interject? Yeah, go. Can yeah. I interject? All of y'all have great, 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 awesome viewpoints. But if we can just speak one at a time, let that person finish all of what they're saying. Because we don't want to be a debater of the word, and um, okay. it, it's, it's, uh, saying, we, we need we need clarity in all of this. He, like he tried to put himself right up there on the same level as God when when he said, "I am Hova H O V A," and I'm like, you know, that's where I lost like all respect for him. Like, how can you say uh, you're a mere human being and you say? Um, I think uh, one one guy is like no. Can I can I comment on that? Rap and everything. 
Can I comment on that Jay-Z thing? Mm-hmm. There's a DVD that's going around. You can even get it online. Can, can you hear me? Yes. Yeah. Okay. The Jay-Z thing, um, it goes much deeper than what y'all are understanding or even seeing, and I'm glad that y'all keep saying Jay-Z and keep bringing him up. Because Jay-Z is now a third-degree Mason, and I don't know if anybody knows about the, the Masonry. It's an occult, and you know what I'm saying, in the Satanic. And he is now a third-degree Mason. There is a, you can go online to www.theforerunner, F-O-R-E, runner, 777.com, and it has the forerunner, F-O-R-E. Okay. Yes. And it has um, information. I'm talking about it, it gets so much detailed information. I have yeah. one of the J, I have one of the the DVDs and it's called Jay Z the Hip Hop Mason. Okay? Mm-hmm. When I when I ever watch that D V D and I'm oh, I'm overwhelmed right now. <laughs> when I ever watch that D V D and I had to I had to really pray before I watched it, while I was watching it, and after I watched it. The man of God that is um, narrating it, he's, he's a Christian Christian man, and he exposes Jay-Z, Rihanna, Beyonce, Lil Wayne, and all the rest of them. And it's, they're, they're now, the reason why he calls himself uh, Jehovah is because he sets himself up as a god. He has really set himself up as a god. And if anybody can get that DVD, I mean, and you can order it online, um, the, 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 the man that has uh, the website I just gave you, he has all that information online, not just about Jay-Z, but it's a, a whole slew of them that are now under this occult. And he gives you the breakdown of the, um, you know, the, the latest uh, video, We Run This Town? By Jay Z, okay. That is a satanic message. Jay Z's album that dropped on September 11th was a satanic day where the enemy was released upon all young adults and those of them who listen to his music, Rihanna's music, Beyonce's music, Lil Wayne, all of them. Uh, what's the name? Terry oh, yeah, Hilson. Yeah. All, all of those. You know, uh, in in that thing together, and you will be amazed as the as you listen to it, the spirits that are released into the atmosphere, and that it attaches itself to you. It also has where the clothes, the skull and bones and roses, and the uh, what I call the Michael Jackson jacket. Those things didn't derive from Michael Jackson. Those is from um, the satanic forefathers. That I mean, the, the DVD is very, very informative, and I just advise everybody if they can get a copy, and just really sit down and just really, you know, pray, pray before you watch it and after you watch it. But I have handed out so many, and I'm trying to get more copies because I was just astonished. I felt violated all of these years. The group Color Me Bad that used to be one of my favorite artist groups. Come to find out, they was also in in a cult. You know, and the, one of the singers in there, he was on some talk show, and he was telling and exposing some stuff. So, you know, with, with Jay-Z, Lil Wayne, and all of that other stuff, 
until they're set free, if they ever get set free, they are in that cult. Right. Okay. What is your um, name? God, what is your Prophet name? Prophet Janine. Prophet Janine. Yes. I want to say something after you get finished. Sorry. Go ahead. Mm-hmm. Forerunner. The forerunner. The forerunner. Yeah. But when you get on the website, what do you navigate? That's his website. He also has it on YouTube too. He also has it on YouTube where you can watch the little clips. Even okay. before you get the D, you can go on YouTube and put in um, the forerunner seven seven seven. And when you see this black guy and it has Jay Z exposed, it even talks about Obama. You know what I'm saying? We have never seen anybody of the civilian, you know what I'm saying, uh, uh, society sit in the president's chair. Jay-Z has sat in President Obama's chair, him and Beyonce. They're all tied in with that thing together. So, you know, we just have to know that spirits are released behind the music, spirit of perversion, spirit of lust, you know, the spirit of deception, you know what I'm saying, and the clothes that you buy. When you idolize these people, it is, and it even goes further than that, and it talks about the Illuminati and all the rest of that stuff. So we really have to be careful, you know, and and just like um, Minister Adrian was talking about in John 4, 24, that those who worship God must worship him in spirit and in truth. And whose spirit? God's spirit. So whether you're rapping, hip-hopping, cultural arts, dance, whatever you're doing, it has to be pure because no flesh shall glory in God's sight. And He and He's a God that shall not be mocked in no kind of way. You think you're getting away with it, but you're really not. Right. Um, one thing one thing I feel, I'm going off of, uh, you know, what my pastor preached this week. Well, was it, my, it was my pastor. Um the one thing I really try not to do more is it's like, so I'm I'm basically I guess I'm getting the message of what that DVD was. Um, I guess it's the message to allow people to understand that you know following and idolizing Jay Z is demonic. Because I don't I don't I I hope and pray that that DVD isn't the best Jay Z because I don't believe in I don't think it's right to bash people. You know of course it's wrong what he's doing, but it's more like like. It's more. I don't. It's like when people talk about stuff like that, and they just talk just to you know beat up on people. I don't think that's right. I feel so God. I feel so God reveals stuff to people so that they can pray for them. You know what I'm saying? So like even after we get finished praying, I mean after we get finished this Bible study, I um I pray. I hope that depends on what Adrian says. I pray that we pray for all these musicians we're talking about. You know what I'm saying? Because if not, it's no purpose. It's like. In my opinion, in my opinion, if you're just sitting there bashing people, you know what I'm saying, you're just as wrong as them. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, with me, it's like, it's no, I, I don't, I, I mean, like, I'll give you a prime example. Yesterday, last night, I met this um, girl. I was getting off of work. And this girl said she was a Christian, she's bisexual, and she's cursing. I didn't judge her. I didn't judge her. I didn't, I didn't just throw all in her face that I was a Christian, you know, you, you hurting my spirit because you're cursing in front of me. I didn't do all that. You know what I'm saying? I was sitting there talking to her, and I prayed before I walked up to her. I was like, God, just use me. So I'm sitting there talking to her. I'm letting her know. And I, obviously, a whole bunch of Christian people, a whole, a whole bunch of people that's not saved that come to Christians, they always say they phony. And that's not true. It's not phony. Like, 
Uh, people expect Christians to be perfect, and I don't. I don't expect them to be perfect because we all, you know, we all fall short of glory God. It's just true. But with me, it's just like, it's just like if, if the biggest thing is, you know, we thank God for this for this video, and you know what has been exposed about Him. But who's praying for Him? You know what I'm saying? That's how I feel. That's how I, I feel. Um, so, and I'm glad you brought that point. Uh, one thing with a new woman's ministry is that Apostle Tracy, uh, whatever the Lord lays upon your heart, you know, and once you, you know, discuss it with her. One day last year, I think it was November, I think my minister Adrian was on the line, and I said, and, and she, she can be a witness, um, I said, I said, um, Apostle Tracy, I said, I don't know why, but it's so strong on my spirit that we need to start praying for the celebrities. And this is before I knew anything about the Jay-Z, any, any information about him, because I, too, used to listen to Jay-Z. You know, in ignorance. I'm not bashing nobody. You know what I'm saying? Okay. Because just like you said, that we all fall short of the glory of God. Nobody is righteous but God, but we are righteous through Him. True. And I said to Apostle, I said, we need to really start praying for these celebrities. It was so strong in my spirit. And when I got the information, then God revealed to me why. So, yes. Okay. You know, we should be praying for them. Like you said, in, in one thing about about being a Christian, the word Christian means be, means being Christ-like. So when somebody says they're a Christian, I want to see your fruits. Know them that, na that labor among you. You know what I'm saying? Know them by their fruits. Somebody can't come tell me, oh, I'm saved, sanctified, and filled uh, with the Holy Ghost. I had a friend that used to come to me and say, oh, you know, the Spirit used to tell me this. I said, what Spirit? Because I'm looking at her walk with God. I'm looking at when you're in church, you're one way, and when you're out of church, you're another way. So it's not that I'm judging her, but I'm God in my own Spirit because I'm not going to receive or let anybody dump anything into it. My heart is for people, and I'm, and I'm praying that everybody's heart is for people that we will not bash, but... Because Jay-Z, Beyonce, Rihanna, and all the rest of them, most of them come from Christian back backgrounds. That's right, they have. It's on one hand, on one hand it's, it's, it's probably more important to understand and recognize where the sin or, or the, 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 the satanic influence is within a person. So that, because the first step is, you have you have to first recognize and understand where that is because if you don't under if you if you don't understand something there's no you have no hope to guard against it. Right. And as as, as only as as humans you know we can only understand but so much and that's where we have to have faith in God to to protect ourselves. But we can still we can still apply our own abilities our own insight that God has given us to see. Where the attacks are coming from, and then we there we know where they're coming from, then we can figure out how to dodge them and how to how to get around it so that it doesn't touch us. So. Okay. Prophetess, what is your your name? I'm sorry, I keep repeating that. Janine. It's like Janine, but it's Shanine. <laughs> Shanine. Let me write yeah. that down. <laughs> it's mine. You're Let me. Uh, can I iterate on? Um, that response you made about Jay-Z, I just want to share something with you guys in 1 Corinthians 6 and 1. 
It says, Did any of you having a matter against another go to the Lord before the unjust and not before the saints? Do ye not know that the saints shall judge the world? And if the world shall be judged by you, are ye unworthy to judge the smallest matters? So the saints, the word of God is saying the saints shall judge the world. Mm -hmm. This is his word. We can't add nothing to it or take nothing from it. We only have only to expose what is already here. And, well, and um, I'm I'm gonna um, answer yes too, and I'm gonna bring out some points, um, kind of to piggyback on what Prophet Shanine said. The presence of God giving me this workshop, and um, that's kind of why today too I'm kind of improvising was that God has been speaking to me about doing this workshop. And it's not about judging these celebrities, because I'll sit here and I'll tell you by my testimony, I am no one that should have been judged. I have a long way to go. And one thing about a new women's ministry, we expose these, and why we expose things, we pray for those things. And I really wanted to expose it to the young people, and especially to the young people that call themselves Christians. Because even me, I fall in short of where I love me some Beyonce. That's my girl. I love her. I listen to her all her albums. And it wasn't until Prophetician Me brought that to my attention. I was like, wow, you know, just listening to her. I'll give you an example. Ego is my song. I used to love this song. And I'm going to break down these lyrics to you. Some I'm not going to say because it does have profanity in it. And I still want to keep it spiritual. One of the things it says, it says, Hey, baby, how you doing? You know I'm going to cut right to the chase. Some women were made for me, myself. I like to think I was created for a special purpose. You know what's more special than you. You feel me? It's on. Baby, let's get lost. You don't need to call into work because you're the boss. For real, want you to show me how you feel. I consider myself lucky. That's a big deal. Why, well, you got the key to my heart, but you ain't going to need it. I'd rather you open up my body and show me secrets. You didn't know what what was inside. No need for me to lie. It's too big. It's too wide. It's too strong. It won't fit. It's too much. It's too tough. It talks like this because he can back it up. He got a big ego. I love his big ego. It's too much. He walks like this because he can back it up. And I'm going to bring it to you like this. Why I was sitting around one day with one of my friends, and we were wondering why we feel a certain way and why certain things are coming off of us. If you really listen, listen to those words, some people say it's not all about, you know, a man having a, like, you know, a big thing or whatever. But it's really not, if you're a Christian, aren't you supposed to be practicing you know, purity, living a life that's holy and acceptable to Christ. But, you know, when you're listening to that song, it's not encouraging that. It's it's warding on spirits, like, you know, to do things wrong, not living a pure life. That's just some of the things that I really wanted to, like, expose to us today, really to think about the words, the songs that we're listening to, you know, like, you know, we say we're, Christians and would say that we're living a life to please him, but 
We're listening to words or songs like that. Even me, like, I really had to sit down to myself, and that's something that I'm struggling with, and ask God to not let me listen to words like that. You know, if I'm getting ready to go into ministry and I have this youth and young adult Bible study, why am I listening to songs like that? I wanted to uh, quickly uh, interject something about, about not not necessarily the song, but lyrics in, but dialogue speaking in general as as a christian if if you if you really profess to be a christian and you're trying to keep your mind pure you're trying to keep your body pure as well then you don't say or do things that would entice people you don't act or talk suggestively you don't say you word you don't you should not word things that would leave room for doubts or, you know, that would leave, you don't say things in a way that it leaves room for interpretation. You say things that specifically and directly how you mean them. You don't say, you don't say, like, like you don't, you wouldn't, as, as, as it said in the song, it's too big, too wide, and all that. Clearly, for, for, and even, even if, even if you're not a Christian, like, the way, the, the way, the way that, the, the way that the flesh works it's going to interpret that. It's going to recognize that, huh, that sounds like she's talking in code for this guy has a big penis or something like that. Or, but, it, but even if you're not a Christian, but if you are a Christian, the, your, 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 spiritual, your spiritual discernment should tell you that, hold up, I think this guy is talking in code for, I, th- I think the song is talking about that that's code for this guy has a big penis. Either way, Recognition should sink in that these are not lyrics. These these lyrics are suggestive, and if you are a person who professes to try to remain sure, then you should not let lyrics or suggestion. You should not let suggestion into your mind or out of your mouth. We have to be precise in what we say and in how we put it, because because it's not necessarily what you say about something. But it's how you say it. How you say it is actually, in my mind, more important. Because if you 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 can use the simplest words, but as long as the point is make put across, as long as you can you you can thoroughly and precisely explain what it is that you're trying to say, that's all that should matter. You don't need to use any big fancy words. If I might say something to prophecy, yeah. um, in Second Timothy, Timothy um, chapter two, verse sixteen, it says, "But shame, but shun profane and idle babbling." And <laughs> like, <laughs> it's, you know, life and death is in the power of the tongue. You can speak life to that spirit of perversion, lust, deceit, uh, uh, fornication, adultery sexual perversion, sexual immortality. You can speak life to those things through the lyrics, through the dialect, through whichever way. You can say it soft, loud. You can say it sexual. You can say it hard, whatever. But once it's spoken into the atmosphere, now you've got to fight on your hands because now you're, you're beginning to release spirits that will transfer itself to the next person or come back at you and transfer back onto you. So then now you've got a spiritual fight going on because we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against every 
thing in high principalities that's in the air. So once you speak those things in the air, trust and believe you got you have a fight on your on your hands. You know it says um, going back to that verse sixteen, for they will increase to more ungodliness. They will increase to more ungodliness. So those in Second Timothy, the Second Timothy chapter two. Verse 16. Okay, okay, okay. Okay, go ahead. And it also, you know, and it also, if we go back to 4, you know, it says that no one, no one engaged in warfare entangles himself with the affairs of this life that he may please him who enlists him as a soldier. So if I'm, you know, confessing that I'm a Christian, you know, I'm sold up for Jesus, you know what I'm saying? I love the God I love God with all my heart, you know, and this, that and the other thing. But then when I'm home by myself, now I gotta face myself. Now I gotta face what's really inside of me because God sees all things and he hears all things at one time. So now that I'm sitting there and I may listen to my J V, I may listen to my little Wayne, little Kim, whoever, you know what I'm saying? Even Earth, Wind, and Fire, whoever. You know what I'm saying? Earth, Wind, if I'm taking it old, old, old school. You know, KRS-One, you know what I'm saying? Uh, cool in the Gang, whoever. Now, here it is. All of these, just like uh, Minister Adrian said, now these, these lyrics are being released. And then you'll find yourself, now that they're transferred to you and in your spirit, because they're released into the atmosphere, your spirit is open to it, so now you find yourself singing those same lyrics. And now you're feeding yourself, you're regurgitating those lyrics back into yourself, and then the next time somebody comes over, now that that spiritual thing is in the atmosphere, and they're going to feel it, and then they're not going to know why they're feeling the way they do. So we have to be careful. We have to live holy as he is holy. He says, set your minds on the things above and not on the things of the earth. So, you know, we have to be careful in what we're speaking. Our ear gates, our eye gates, and our mouth gates, we have to guard them. We have to guard our hearts and our spirits. You know, we have to protect ourselves. We have to keep on that whole armor, the helmet of salvation, the breastplate of righteousness, the shield of faith, the, the, the lawns, you know what I'm saying, your feet, all of it. We have to keep on our armor. So when those things come to attack us, transfer, you know, and, and gravitate to us, we can use this word of the Spirit, which is the Word of God. So, you know, in those lyrics, you have to be careful because those spirits behind them, there are spirits behind the things that you say. Life and death is in the power of the tongue. You can either bring, cause life to something or you can cause death to it. Right. I've been listening for about the last hour, um, and um, I'm a friend of, of Adrian's. And, um, you know, I keep hearing this recurring theme of, of really separating, you know, creating a culture of almost um, separation um, from that demonic force of the world um, that, you know, that, that the music creates. Um, but one thing, I, and I'm going to challenge some of, some of the, the, the thinking that I've heard today, um, is that um, the Bible talks about us being the light amongst darkness. And where darkness is, or where light is, light and darkness can't dwell in the same place. And the only way that that light can be taken to darkness is if the light shines in a dark place. And I think that, that we know the truths about the music, we know the truths about 
um, the hip-hop culture, I think, but the question uh, really becomes, how is it that we can take our light amongst that darkness? You know, um, everyone has, has quoted lyrics today. Everyone um, knows um, what's going on because you have a certain level of exposure. But the question is, what, what is doing actively and intentionally to make those people who are, who are affected by that um, you know, we can talk about, you know, not not being part of it and, and, and what, what, what it's doing, but, but the truth is, is that it is affecting, um, my generation is affecting the generation uh, ahead of me and affecting the generation behind me. And so, and so my, my outlook on it is, no, I'm not, I'm not turning off BET, I'm not turning off MTV, I want to know what is it that Jay-Z has to say, because I want to know how is it that I need to step my game up to minister to that generation. One of the, one of the things, that, and, and I'm a priest, I've been preaching for about five years now here in Baltimore, one of the things that, that I do um, in youth ministry is, is that I, I don't feel like I can properly minister to you if, it, if I don't know uh, or have an idea of what you're going through or, or what's being, you know, what the culture is saying. And I can't address what's going on if I don't know what's going on. And so for me, you know, and, and I hear everything about us being, you know, in the world and out of the world, but for me, one of the things that, that personally that I do is I want to know what is it that, that the young people who I minister to are listening to? What is it that, that they're wearing? Why is it that they're wearing? And I think that I know the, the demonic forces of the music, but I don't choose to worship that music. Jay-Z sets himself as a god, but I choose not to worship him. And so why is it that I can make the, the conscious choice not to worship Jay-Z as a god, but you make the choice to worship Jay-Z as a god? As a god? Because just because just like music is a god, if I, and, and hip-hop can be a religion, that if I get a brand-new car, and I work, and I work Monday through Friday, on Saturday, I my girlfriend, my family. If I religiously wash my car on Sunday, then I make washing my car religion too. And so, while music is is a major force, I think that it is just a sub force of a bigger picture, and that is really um, young people getting priorities together. And where do we put our priorities? And I think music is something that needs to be addressed, but it needs to be addressed in the bigger picture of the culture of what's going on. And why is it that young people don't make God a priority? You know, I would, uh, I would, a book. Uh, uh, can I say something? Yeah. Go ahead. One, one thing I feel um, about what you said, uh, first of all, um, Prophet, what you were saying, that really ministers to me. Because it's like, a lot of what you were saying, I know, but when it's all about, it's, it's good to, you know, you know, when you go to church, you get a word, but when you by yourself, that's where it really matters, you know what I'm saying? It's like, and I know, I know all the scripture references you were talking about, but I kind of forgot them, so that really touched me, that really ministered me. I appreciate you for that. Um, so, the one thing that I feel about, um, who, who just spoke, what's his name, what is, what is your name? Uh, it's Donald. Donald, okay. Um, the one thing I feel is like with me, now, I, I don't, I don't really, don't really like to judge people on when it comes to sex because, in my, in my personal experience, I haven't been that close to the point that I could, I could be tempted with that. You know what I'm saying? So that's not where 
that's not where I'm tempted at, you feel me? But in different areas, what I'm saying is, like, everybody isn't at that same level. With me, it's, it's something, you know, that I know I, sh- I should deal with that I could I could be in the midst of and not be consumed with it, but some things I can't. And maybe that's the same thing with what, what you know, what something that people are going through. Because the question you asked is, like, how come you said you're not going to turn off such and such uh, television stations but I'm going to listen to it so I can see what, you know, what people, um, what's attracting the, the youth generation. But I'm not going to be, but I'm not going to let it consume me, which is cool. And, you know, that's that's a great plan. Um, I'm, I'm, I thank God for having given you the strength to be able to not be controlled by that. But some people, they don't have that strength. They don't have that type of strength you have. You know what I'm saying? They don't have, they're not at that level. And... You know, and and that's where that's where they fall short at. That's where they're usually tempted at. Like a lot of people, but like just just another thing I said. You know, it's like I really, I I was in a um, season of my life when I used to judge people about their sexual activity, and but then I had to think of myself like, you know what? Just because I'm blessed enough to not have to suffer, not have been tempted as much as that person, because you know of the my personal situation is not being in the mix and not being around it. You know what I'm saying? You still can't. You still can't judge people. That's what I'm saying. It's like, it's just, it's just, it's different things for different people. Different people can handle certain things and some people can't. So, I just want to just express that point. I I have Okay. I know we still have time. Yeah, you know what? I was thinking about what you just said, too. And you know what? That's why the scriptures tell us that we all have to work out our salvation with fear and trembling. Because you can be saved and still be trying to be delivered from some things. Yeah. You know what I mean? I mean, you have you have pastors still struggling. You have ministers and evangelists. You know, you have people that have been in, in, in... Believe me, okay, when you, you meet that person that's backslid, they know more than that person that's sitting in church, okay? But that's been there 15 years. Okay. Um, you have, you know, I've even run into women, I mean, that had cigarettes in their hand and tell me that they saved. And I said, well, you know what? She must be still trying to be delivered from smoking. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to sit there and pass judgment on her, you know, but I'm going to, because with the scriptures, you have to use wisdom. And yeah. you have to read the scriptures literally. You have to read it. And then ask God for a full understanding. And He's going to give you a full understanding. He's going to give you a discernment of spirit, too. Mm-hmm. If you ask for it, he gonna tell you. He gonna let you know who's real and who ain't real. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. If I may just say something. Out of the uh-huh. If I may say something real quick, um, I uh, when I was a single mom, and my youngest daughter, she's still on the line. She can attest to this, that um, even though I was in the church. And, you know, yeah. still working on my own soul salvation, trying to be delivered from some things and different yeah. things like that. They wasn't as spiritual as I was because I was, you know, just like, uh, I don't I don't know the young man's name, but um, he had just spoke about, you know, uh, when you're listening to the music and you're, you're, you're uh, when you're listening to the music and you're by yourself, and, yeah. you know what I'm saying, you have to, you, yeah, you have to, you know, be careful and everything. But yeah. me being a single mom and having three teenagers, two girls and one boy, I would say, well, what are you listening to? I would go into their room, and I wouldn't tell them to turn it off, because I would want to know what they're listening to, so I would know what to pray against. Right. And that's my, my thing. So it's like, okay, if I had BET or the cable or whatever, 
You know what I'm saying? Yes, I would turn it on every once in a while to see because I know I'm an overcomer in that area. I like to dance. So when God switched dance partners with me and delivered me in that area, it was a point in the fact where as, okay, now I can listen to it. So when I hear R&B or rap or hip-hop or, you know what I'm saying, the soulful, smooth sounds, you know what I'm saying, as they call it, the classic music, my my spirit gets so mad and, and righteously indignant. It's just like, oh, you know what I'm saying? But I listen to it just so I can learn, just so I can get the knowledge of what's really going on behind those lyrics, what spirit is being transferred, you know what I'm saying? So when I go and minister to somebody, I can also pray for them against that spirit that has transferred. Because even when you listen to it, when you listen to it, it's still going to transfer onto your spirit. That's why we have to apply the blood of Jesus on our minds, on our spirit, on our ministry, because the enemy is cunning, and he's going to use anything. So those of us that are at that level, that we have overcame that certain area, we, just like the woman that I was just speaking about, we have to use our wisdom. You know, there's a young woman, well, there's a, there's a, a woman that um, I've been ministering to, and she came to me and she confessed. I said, don't confess to me because I'm not your judge. You know what I'm saying? That's your struggle that you have to take to God. The only thing I can do is continue praying for you. The reason why you feel me and that you, you, you the reason that you feel me is because I'm praying for you. I'm praying that you can come an overcomer in that area because I know what it is like to go to church and still be bound in your mind, in your hands, in your praise, in your worship, in all of that stuff. Um, speaking about, you know, those of those that with the religious and the religion culture, I was drunk in the spirit for a whole hour. And I say that to say this. There was, even though my, my, my whole heart was to God and I was just in tune with him, I can still hear what the atmosphere was like. And it was so thick in our church. And there was a young man that came up to the mic and he began to rap. And if, the, if those religious minds had put down their religious thoughts and their religious ideas and stopped being a Pharisee or a Sadducee and really listened to the spirit that was behind the, the young man that was um, prophetically rapping, they would have been delivered also. So we can't judge in any area that God, because God give us all many gifts and talents. It even speaks about that. In New Testament times, I gave one, one, five, one, five, one, 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 five, and one, ten. And you know what I'm saying? Those that didn't come back with none and all the rest of that, we know the story. So it's, it's when we listen to even our eye gates, I can look at a commercial. Like, you know, they're having a debate about the Victoria's Secret commercial and Lane Bryant. You know what I'm saying? But when the women come out in their underwear, you know what I'm saying? There it is, the spirit of perversion, the spirit of lust. So now I got to pray against that, you know what I'm saying, the spirit of seduction. I got to pray against that because it's released through my eye gate, and my eye gate done gravitated, it done seen it, you know what I'm saying, my ear gate done heard it, you know what I'm saying, so now I got to pray, you know what I'm saying, against those, those areas that it does not plant seed in my spirit, so that when I get ready to minister to that stripper or to that lesbian or homosexual or anything like that. There will be no judgment on my part, and it will be out of a pure ministry of God's love. That's right. Because well, when you pray, I, I have, you know, um, 
have scripture that I would like to read. I know we're short on time. Yeah. And it's um, Matthew 18, beginning at verse 18. And it says, Verily, I say, yeah, Matthew 18, beginning at verse 18. It says, Verily, I say unto you, Whatsoever ye shall bind on earth shall be bound in heaven, and whatsoever ye shall loose on earth shall be loosed in heaven. And again, I say unto you, that if two of you shall agree on earth as in as touching anything, they shall ask, it shall be done to them of my Father which is in heaven. For where two or three are gathered together in my name, there I am in the midst of them. So I also wanted to say that a lot of us forget because we are so, you know, we get so caught up in our titles and everything, and we get so caught up in our, that we know we so, we are so uppity and our, that we have earthly, heavenly bound and earthly so, no good. We're so, we're so overcome that Satan, he used to be the chief of music. And that's why he has such a, such a, what's the word I'm looking for? Now that he's, uh, now that he's Satan, that's why he's had such an influence on the young people now and day. Because he was the chief of music, and when he played, he had music, when he was an angel, he had music in his wings, and it was just such a melody, and it was so beautiful, and he had gems, and it, it, I mean, his wings were beautiful, and it was just so pleasing to God, but then when he, so now that he's Satan, and he's such a thing, that's why he has such an influence on the young people today, because he knows what, he knows what it, it takes to capture them. He knows what it is, and and that's what it, we sometimes forget about that, and we forget, and we sometimes we don't we don't want to we don't want to accept it. It's not that we forget; we don't want to acknowledge the fact that he used to be God's second in command because he is Satan. We don't want to acknowledge the fact that he knows that he knows what he's doing. So we don't want to acknowledge the fact that we actually, like the prophet has said, that we have to actually get dirty and get go into a war. Because there is a war, no matter how you look at it. It is a war, and sometimes war is not clean. When you get in a fight, I'm sorry, when you get in a fight, your opponent is not always going to do or have a clean fight. Sometimes you got to get nitty and gritty and get nasty with it, and you got to do what you got to do to win. I'm sorry, and, and when, you, when you finally win, I mean, I know, we all know that being Christian, we're going to come out victorious because our love is God. But you gotta get down to the nitty gritty, and you gotta, and especially for our parents that's on the line, 
when your children are, where she know you got to get down to the nitty-gritty and get down to business. When your children and your grandchildren, and that's the one they are, where but when they're, when they're old enough, when they're old enough and they, you know, they're responsible for their own decisions, you know, that they had their own choices to make. But when they're young and they're at risk, you know you got to get down to the nitty-gritty. So, but when it's two or three of us together, so we got to just pray. And when after we've done all we can and pray, we just got to stand on where and you know the word says when we have faith the size of the mustard seed we can tell mountains to move and they have to move. So that's all I have to say. Yeah, what's the warfare? One one thing that uh if y'all will allow, one thing that I've been uh, wanting to say for some time is that we have to we have to realize that regardless of all the discernments, the understanding, the recognizing, regardless of all the mental internalization and understanding that we have to do, all this stuff is still part of God's plan. Everything, the, the, whoever whoever is singing, you know, with their heart out, their, their full heart and commitment, singing, praising God, that's part of God's plan. Those who are not, still part of God's plan. These people that that we're talking about, Jay-Z, Beyonce, Rihanna, all those people that, who are, regardless of if they're in the occult or not in the occult, those who are not praising God, that's still part of God's plan because they, they those people exist as symbols that we need to be aware of and that we, they, they exist as tests. Whatever those, influ- all the influence that those people are exerting, God is testing us through that to see what how well we are living our lives to see how 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 strong we're being how how aware we are and how well we're guarding our hearts that's what these people and these things these spirits exist for they exist so that God can measure what we're doing and how faithful we are being towards him. So and even 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 if we're not being unfaithful, God's not going to he, he he's not going to antagonize us for it. He's not going to say that, oh well since you haven't met, you know, the faithful quota for this day, you know, you don't get this brand new prize that I was just gonna give you. No. <laughs> he doesn't do that. He merely uses these as ways of seeing where we are and then he gently but firmly like a father guides us and chastises us admonishes us and points us to where we need to improve and then he convicts us to improve on those issues and those areas that he has pointed out to us because it does say that God is a jealous God, but it, God is not vindictive, nor is he spiteful, nor does he give us any more than we can handle. So regardless of through this discussion that we may have thought that, oh, man, I just saw a whole bunch of things that I need to address. It's okay to have a lot to handle, but just know that God will never give you more than you can ever handle. It's not, And it's not that he, 
problems, as, and it's, it's not it's not that he's it's not that he's you know trying to see where and how you're going to mess up. More so, he just wants you to realize that he sees the work and the effort that you're putting into it, and 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 and, and, and he loves you for that. He he cares, he cares for you for that. He he appreciates the effort that you put into your devotion to him. I kind of beg to differ, Jamal, because, just slightly, because as far as he said the destruction goes, yeah, this is all a part of God's plan, but as far as the Jay-Z, Beyonce, Rihanna thing goes, it's just part of God's plan. God's plan for all of us is for none of us to go to hell, and because it says it in his words, and as far as this is looking, mm, this is looking like, you know, God's plan is not for Jay-Z to look at himself as a God, you know? And I, I kind of feel as though Jay-Z, look, uh, God's plan is not for Jay-Z to look at himself, put himself on a pedestal. God's, God's plan is not for Jay-Z, you know? Clearly, clearly not. I, 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 I understand, but now, I, I want to, I want to add to, to what both what you and Jamal say. It goes back to the scripture that I said earlier. It said, "You shall have no other, other gods before me." You know, God is. He is. No matter how we want to accept it or not, He is a selfish God. And you know what else I want to expose? As I was doing my research, because this is not the end of this workshop, and I'm going to say more after I expose this. I went online because this is something new to me. I listen to hip-hop music, but I, I really haven't researched it. I'm really researching it because this is something that is affecting our generation. Just to also add to what uh, Minister Donald said, this is... This is out here. This is something that we really need to learn, and especially me too and other people that are really going into youth ministry. This is something that we really need to learn. If we're going to minister to these young people, to these young adults, we have to know what is going on with them, what are they listening to, what are they relating to. And this is what I'm going to expose. I don't know if anyone knows this, but they have a book out. It's called... Jesus versus Jay-Z. And basically, the book is talking about, you know, Jay-Z being self-anointed as a god. And also, it's talking about, you know, how he's on this high pedestal of God. And it's this book that anybody can pick up. And it's supposed to be telling them about, you know, difficult biblical applications, you know, to help them understand about church out of the four walls. You know, it, this this is, is really, really getting critical. And, you know, it's not that I'm not agreeing with you, Jamal. Yes, God does not give any, anything to us that we can't handle. But another thing is, I, I have to agree with also with Brian and with the Holy Spirit. I mean, this is not God's plan. This is not how God wanted to create this world. He did not want uh, Jay-Z and Beyonce and all of them to be having a cult. You know, because, like I said, it goes back into the scripture. You shall have no other gods before me. He wants everybody 
to serve him, to glorify him, to magnify him. Not to be magnifying these artists and this bling bling and all the stuff that's going on in the hip hop generation. It this is it is an abomination to God. God is not pleased. That's why he's really beginning to expose what he's exposing. That's why this is going to be a part of my ministry. So it's it's a deliverance that needs to be set forth. God is really giving out a deliverance to these young people, you know. Like I said, like earlier said, I'm not judging anybody because I said, like I said, I give you my example of, of Beyonce. I love Beyonce. That's my girl. I listen to her music. Like, I have all her albums, but I'm also realizing that I need to be delivered from that. I'm still going to listen to these things because I have to listen to them to some extent because I have to relate to these young people because this is what the young people are listening to. This is what they're connecting, you know, to. So that's kind of what I, I wanted to add to, to that. Hello? Mm-hmm. Oh, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. It says, uh, what defiles a man? In um, Matthew 15, because uh, Jesus was talking to, you know, Peter had answered something. Un- he had declared a parable. He had answered. When Jesus said something to him, he, Peter had answered to him in um, Matthew 15 and 15. And then he went on to tell him, um, and Jesus said, Are ye also yet without understanding? Because um, he was binding. He said, uh, You know, um, every plant which um, my Heavenly Father has not planted shall be rooted up. Let them alone. They be blind leaders of the blind. And if the blind lead the blind, both shall fall into the ditch. And then mm-hmm. Peter had answered him. And then it went on to say that, Do ye not... Uh, do ye do not ye understand that whatsoever entereth a man's mouth goeth into the belly and is cast mm-hmm. into the drought? For mm-hmm. those things which proceeded out of the mouth come forth from the, the mouth, heart, the and they defile the yeah. man. For out of yeah. the heart proceed evil thoughts, murder, adultery, fornication, theft, yeah. false witnesses, and blasphemy. These are the things which defile a man, but to eat with unwashed hands defileth not a man. And it's talking about what um, Prophet Sheena, Sheena said, excuse me, um, whatever we speak is, because for me and my family, you know, um, you know, I they have a, a tendency, um, my husband's side, you know, while they, you know, certain diseases killed their family, I said, well, you know what, I curse their generational, that's a generational curse. And yeah. I curse it off for my my sons, my children, my husband, and my second and my third and fourth generation as well. Because yeah. whatsoever you speak, because in the in the in the beginning, God said, "Let there be light," and there was yeah. light. Yeah. And whatever we come out, whatever comes out out, out of our mouth, we're gonna manifest right. it. Okay. And if you speak it, you speak it enough, it's gonna be manifested. Right, right, right. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, in, in your, if I can just can I say something? Can I say something? Yeah. Okay. Um. One thing I was um listening to what um Adrian said. Um. She was telling me that. Hold on. Oh, let me get over. Uh, um. The one thing she said she was struggling with was listening to Beyonce. But 
and I don't I don't have scripture to back this up. It may be scripture. I don't know what it is. But I mean, y'all 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 can tell me how y'all feel about it. But I always believe if somebody's struggling in something, they shouldn't be surrounded by it. By a prime example is like a person struggling with homosexuality. Now, if they're around a whole bunch of homosexuals, like. But it's like we're abusing them. Like it's 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 ridiculous to think a whole bunch of homosexuals all together can get, but can be delivered from homosexuality. That's like that's retarded in my opinion, because you have temptation all the way around. So, in my final example, what I'm saying is like for you, you know, you can take it any way you want to. But if that's your struggle, you know what I'm saying? If that's your struggle, you should flee from it. Flee from yeah. evil desires, you know. It says in Second Timothy, you know. So that that's just me being practical. It's just like me, honestly. I don't want you to, I don't want you to, um, you know, think that you know you can you can see you can still be surrounded in it and still you know be connected to it and change will come. You know what I'm saying? That's just me personally. Like, I understand what you're trying yeah. to do, but you, I mean, you gotta be you gotta be you gotta be practical. You gotta um, yeah. be realistic about it. So. Yeah. Right. And uh, can I add um, what, something what? on with that? You know, yeah, you said to my cousin that she needs to be delivered from. What's something maybe she needs to be delivered from? Maybe God is taking her to, you know, a step. It's processes of being delivered. Just like when a person walk out of church and don't come back. They sat there in church knowing, deciding, contemplating whether or not they're going to come back. Just like people that straddle sin. Deliverance is a process, and you have to understand, you just can't walk away from something that you've indulged. Because, see, we just now getting saved. It's like Paul, he was just now getting saved, okay? He wasn't saved all his life, okay? I don't care if he was saved for 30 years, okay? It's a process in everything that we do. And and believe me, when you come over to the, when you come into the knowledge of Jesus Christ... It's a process in, in deliverance. When you're in the church and you know you're struggling with certain things, it's a process. And you, you know, you got to ask God every day, God, deliver me. Deliver me from this. Paul was asking God to deliver him. He, he had a thorn in his flesh, but God didn't deliver him from that. Uh, one thing that uh, I wanted to say that, well, to... To clarify what I said before, I I in no way, shape, or form meant to imply that uh, God means for people to stray or to distort His truth, because that's clearly not the case. Because, but God, but because uh, He has given us power, free will, we will <laughs> deviate from what He has ordained to be as right and righteous and wrong and sinful. We will de- we will we will deviate from whatever it is that he has set to whatever it is that, that we want to. So I merely meant to say that those people who are who who whatever it is that we discover to be wrong or sinful or blaspheming to God or that is sinful or God would look down upon or that God hates all the things that, that that we discover to not be of him, they exist for the purpose of showing how it is that we should not walk, what we should not see, how we should not act. 
you know, the thoughts that we should not keep in our heads. Those are what, that's the purpose that the negative, the, the negative and sinful side of the world should be for Christians, those who are devoted to following him. And it, and it is the, and, and those, and those, those, um, things that, that we see as that we, that we recognize as not being of him, we are to point those out to others who might not be able to see as well as we can see, or to those who might not be as strong as we are. We are to, we are to point these out to anyone who will listen, to all those, who, you know, not that I'm saying, you know, get on top of the building and start shouting these things out, but, <laughs> but we are to, to, we are to bring to attention all these things that we confirm as to not be of God. We are to, let it be known to as many as who will listen. But um, uh, forgot what else I was. In other words, uh, hold on. This is Prophet Shadeen. I, I I'm really enjoying all of this. It's really blessing my soul. Um, and I know we speak sometimes often about um. And this is in, into everybody's defense. <laughs> but God is the greatest defender. Um, one of my favorite scriptures is, He that dwelleth in the secret place of the Most High shall abide under the shadow of the wings of, of God. And as long as we're abiding in Him, you know what I'm saying, He's going to abide with us. And I, I just, I'm a firm believer, you know what I'm saying, through having the Holy Spirit and having the indwelling of the Holy Spirit and God speaking to me, you know what I'm saying, it's like when I have to when I had to go through deliverance in certain areas, until those things were exposed to me, you don't know what to come against unless you're exposed to it. So that's why I go back to saying that we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against spiritual wickedness. You know what I'm saying? And every high thing that exalts itself um, against the knowledge of God, it has to be cast down. So in with, with Minister Adrian, with Minister Adrian saying that she needs to be delivered from it and that she's going to keep listening to it, I don't know who said it, and I, you know what I'm saying, I'm just trying to listen to the spirit, but I'm in agreement with it shouldn't be listened to until you're an overcoming of it, so that way it won't keep feeding into your spirit, okay, in the same sense, you will have to go back and hear the words or, you know, read the words, I don't know, I, I don't know about, because when she came out with that, she's Sasha, fierce, alter ego stuff, I was like, okay, Lord, I know her spirit is not right, you know, I just seen it, you know what I'm saying, I didn't listen to the music, I didn't, you know, I just seen her picture, looked at the alter ego, I was like, okay, that's something demonic, and I don't want no parts of it. You know, and I I didn't listen to the words. I didn't read the words. But I don't know on her, if on her album it has the words up there. One thing that um God took me through was a self deliverance, and I had to sit down, listen to the Holy Spirit, and I took a legal pad. And every time there was something that the Holy Spirit told me about myself, I wrote it down. And that's one way for the beginning of my deliverance. And once I was to these things, then I can cast down all vain imaginations that exalt itself against the knowledge of God, because sometimes our high places in our mind, our own thoughts, our own concepts, our own precepts, and they're not of God, 
um, another issue is, um, you know, um, like it says in his word, that God's word is quick and powerful and sharper than any two-edged sword, piercing even to the dividing asunder of soul and spirit and of the joints and marrow, and is a discerner of the thoughts and the intents of the heart. So because Adrian's heart is pure in this, and, I, and I, I've known her spiritually for, you know, some, some months, about seven months now, I, I think, if I'm correct. I know her heart is pure in this, and she, you know, has her struggles, and she's being transparent and everything. But we have to have the wisdom to go through the self-deliverance, sit under a covering, you know, thing that's going to cover us, as well as listening to the Holy Spirit and say, okay, God, guide me through this. You know, I just need your word. I just need the impartation of your word so that when the enemy comes in like a flood, I can rise up that standard against him, you know. And it's just, you know, with, with things that are being spoken in the atmosphere, we have to be careful and we have to continually guard our hearts. Just like me, I love music. I love music. I love all types of music. But I have to be careful because, an example, a couple of weeks ago, me, one of the deaconess in the church, and my husband were going on our way to church now, and this car, beside us, bumping, banging music beats, and all three of us started bobbing our heads. So we immediately rolled up the window and turned up the gospel of God because that was our standard to fight against the enemy because as black people, we are a cultural, deep, rhythmic people. You know what I'm saying? Not using that as an excuse, but because... Yes, but because I have to, that's an area that I know that I'm, I'm delivered in, I'm speaking it, I'm walking in it, the enemy will come in subtle, and if we're not careful, you know what I'm saying, it'll be just that quick that he'll shift us as, as weak, you know what I'm saying, we have to be, we have to use wisdom, we have to use the wisdom of God in all things, in all things we have to use wisdom, so, you know, I'm going to be a thorn in the side, being listening to Beyonce, you know, as well as trying to be delivered or whatever. If you just stay focused with God and keep eating on His Word and His Spirit, I don't, even in your sleep, just say, Lord, sustain me. Sustain your Word in my heart and in my spirit. Because the enemy, even in the nighttime, we heard so many times that the enemy, you know, he's that creature of the, of the night as well, and that's where his playground is. So even when we're sleeping, we're thinking, you know what I'm saying, okay, I don't read God's word, this, that, and the other thing, but then you're dreaming that you're Beyonce on the stage. Mm-hmm. I'm just saying, you know what I'm saying, this is just an example, so we got to be careful in all things. So I just say, pray for the wisdom of God in this area, you know, as we walk through this and as we minister to the younger generation because my children and grandchildren are coming up and it's like all the things that the enemy camouflaged, deceit me, all of them things, this is why I feel so violated because now I'm trying to catch up to what God has for me to do for the youth because part of my ministry is a youth ministry. The mom is a mainstream, hardcore, no cut, you know what I'm saying, through the trades, it's either heaven or hell, but it's not, you know, beating them over the head with the Bible. Because the Bible says, love and kindness have I drawn thee. But I'm going to give you the truth of it. I'm going to tell you what spirit lies behind that lyric, that beat, that whatever, that, you know, whatever it, it may be. So we just have to use wisdom in all, all things in every area of our ministry. And, uh, Prophet Shini, that just uh, reminded me of something else that I want to follow 
follow you up on. Um, some people apparently think that oh, if, if this is going back to the to the subject of the music. Some people think that if a person enjoys going to a club, uh, say, say let's say there's a, there's a Christian, but this person enjoys going to a club, but they're trying to they're trying to to cut out that impure music that 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 they're trying to cut out that impure music from their surroundings. But this person enjoys going to clubs, goes to the club at least two at least at least once or twice a week or something like that. It does not make sense why this person would would say, Okay, I'm really trying to, you know, get away from all of this impure music that is afflicting me but I'm still go to this club where all they do is play this this impure music that afflicts me. That's just that's just stupid. Yeah. <laughs> it, it, it doesn't. It, it, you can't. You can't enjoy going to a club. You can't. Well, okay. You you can't feed that 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 as my my mom says, fly by night notion of oh I'm gonna go to the club. <laughs> I'm always just go to this club, but and and try to get away from the music when all they play there is music. That that's going back to what Greg says. It's, it's like just using applying common sense. Because uh, people who people who've heard me, who've heard me talk, I say this all the time that I believe that God has given us these abilities. He gives us intelligence and free will for a reason. We are to use what He has given us in order to aid us in in escaping all of these traps and all of these negative influence. We are to no make no mistake. We are to always go to Him to deliver us from something. But I don't believe that God will let us get away with just sitting down in a chair and not doing anything, not being active in the the exercising and in the the erasure, the expulsion of the things that afflict us. He will He will not let us get away with just sitting down and doing nothing to refine ourselves, and He'll still deliver us. No, He God does not work like that. I I don't I don't believe that that he works like that because oh where was it there was um a verse um I'm very upset that I can't yes exactly thank you oh my gosh I feel so terrible in my Bible yes faith without works is that we can we have to we have to be actively moving towards the 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 ejection of these negative of these negative influences. We have to actively strive towards that with our faith and prayer to God that He will deliver us. That is what creates the perfect defense and the the, the true protection from all these things. We have to make we have to be active in you know, whether, whether if, if if we if we have physical problems, we have to be active in you know watching what we eat. If we if we're uh, if we have problems with our academics, we have to be careful of finding a, a safe and quiet area to try to do our work in. Because God knows you can't do you won't be able to do anything if you're. How, how would you be able to do your homework if you're sitting there in a in a, in a seat that's in a club? Right. I, I, I don't understand how you'd be able to do that. You, you can't put yourself in those places or in those things around those things 
that would distract you from whatever it is that your goal is. You have to, you have to, no, you have to, it's either black or white, you have to cut it out or stop crying about whatever it is that you're trying to accomplish, but you're not accomplishing it. Because whining and complaining and just, 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 just venting, none of that is going to help you achieve the goal that you desire unless you cut it out right then and there. Okay, but you're saying but, you're asking a junkie to stop being a junkie, and it's not that easy. It's a process. Deliverance is a process. He has to first go to a rehabilitation center. Then he has to first get methadone. Then he has to first see a counselor. Then he has to see a counselor. It's a process. I'm not discounting the fact that there's a process. Oh, okay. But I'm, 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 I merely mean that. Because you know why I say that to you, and I'm not being argumentative. I respect what you say. Because being saved, you know, you went to the altar or you might have gotten saved in your home, however you did it. But it's a mm-hmm. process. You had to go to church. Mm-hmm. Right? The Bible says, so how can they be, um, how can they be, um, preachers? How can they be sent unless you say, how, what is that scripture? I think it's in Hebrews. Is it one of them? How can they, um, where is it at? It's in, I think it's in, I think it's in Hebrews. How can they be sent? Because it's a, it's a process. It's like when you go in a church. Hey, there's no way in the world you could sit there and be saved and not read your Bible, right? Of course. You cannot confess Jesus Christ unless you've come into the knowledge of Jesus Christ. Mm-hmm. Just like in deliverance. I don't go around people with dynamic spirits unless I'm unless I know that I have fast, prayed up, you know, and I know that spirit, you know what I mean, has identified me as God's child. Okay? Because you you just don't go lay hands on people either. Because you don't know what type <laughs> of spirit they have. You see what I'm saying? It's it's I a process. Do. And prophetess Janine, she knows exactly where I'm coming from. Mm-hmm. Don't you? Mm-hmm. It's it's also saying um in Romans eight that therefore there is no more condemnation to those which are in Christ Jesus who walk not after the flesh but after the spirit. For the law of the spirit of life in Christ Jesus has made me free from the law of sin and death. So it's right. Yes, you can go, see, the Bible also speaks about those having the form of godliness, but denying the power thereof. I just, you know, just just um, said to you that, you know, God's word is quick and powerful and sharper than any two-edged sword. And if we are, you know, if we have in the whole armor of God, the sword of the spirit, for now if it's quick and it's powerful, and we're supposed to have the power and authority over all things. We're supposed to be walking throughout this earth as the kingdoms and ambassadors of Christ and treading on all scorpions and, and, and scorpions, you know what I'm saying? Then we need to have that. No, I'm talking about when you're in, when, okay, let's take it to the word. The word clearly says, that therefore there is no more conversation, com, um, condemnation for those of us that are in Christ Jesus. So as that babe is coming to the foreknowledge of Christ, mm-hmm. as they're not just going to church but having church at home, you know what I'm saying, the Psalms and the hymns and reading his word and having that relationship with God, 
and being around, you know, a spiritual mentor that ha- that has the infilling of the Holy Spirit, you know what I'm saying, that, that can give the impartations, whether it be of instructions, of teachings, of, you know, praying with them, lifting them up in prayer, and different things until they are able to walk on their own a little bit, you know what I'm saying, because you get into the toddler stage, you know what I'm saying, well, you're going to weave on you, you're going to wobble, right. you're going to fall down, you, you know what I'm saying, seven times and get up. And then when you get to that adolescence, you know what I'm saying, yeah, you may think you know all that, but then still that instructor, that mentor, that teacher, infilled with the Holy Spirit is still going to say, uh-uh, come back, sit down, get some more instruction, get some more letters. You're being too fast, you're being too quick, you know what I'm saying, we're going to sit down, we're going to really get the meat of this, because now you, you're trying to chew on some meat. You know what I'm saying? You you haven't even, you know what I'm saying, begin to really chew on the Yeah, you got it in your mouth, but you're not chewing the meat. You know what I'm saying? So now, as they're in that adolescence, now they've been through that part, okay, now they're that younger, that teenager, that teenager, younger adult. You know what I'm saying? They think they really got it going on. Now you're going to really begin to see them chew on the word. Now that the deliverance that they're supposed to, you know, be having, they're going to fully walk in it and understand that God is a spirit and that by the renewing of their mind and, you know what I'm saying, praying God's word and walking before the Lord, you know what I'm saying, and confessing to all of everything that's what's inside of them, their struggles, their issues, their whatever, you know what I'm saying, then God can really take his power and deliver them. But if we're just saying, oh, I'm saying sanctified, you know, um, I go to church and, you know what I'm saying, but you're not really making an effort like Brother Jamal, I think he was just saying, you know, using your faith towards that mark of the high calling, you know, it's to none effect, you know what I'm saying? So even though you may have that thorn in your side, you can say, well, Lord, I'm still an overcomer of that, and I'm still going to love them anyway, because he kept that thorn in his side so that he he would know that the power of God will deliver him, but he will also know that, you know, by, by being the, the thorn in his side, by it being... Um, attached to his side, he has to realize that it is through God's spirit that he's going to be delivered, not just of his flesh, and that he's an overcomer of that. So, you know, with listening to the RV, his talk, you know what I'm saying, and all the rest of that, and I love the topic that um, Minister Adrian, um, you know, the topic, Jesus versus hip hop, are we really serving Jesus as a living to God, or is it just a form of godliness in denying the power thereof? Because there's power in the name of Jesus where the devil tr- um, trembles. You know what I'm saying? So when we go to God with something and, and, and we say, Jesus, please help me wholeheartedly, because you just can't come to heart to God with your lips. You got to come to Him wholeheartedly. You got to come to Him with your whole heart, soul, and mind, your whole will, your whole everything and being. You know, your life is not your own. So be it baby stage or be it full season adult, the reason why the people that are still struggling are struggling, I believe, is because they're thinking, okay, I didn't confess this with my mouth, but they didn't confess it with their heart. I, I ministered um, something, I'm not going to keep you long, but I ministered something um, in November, and it was called, uh, What is Your Infirmity? Spiritual, Physical, or Emotional? What is your infirmity? Is it in your mind? Is it in your heart? Or is it in your physical or physical disability? You know what I'm saying? If you give it to God and he is our everything, you know, all of his, you know, respective respective names that he has, Jehovah Rapha, Jehovah Nisi, Jehovah Shalom, and all the rest of that, then what is your issue? Because when you come to him, are you come to him and saying, 
well, Lord, I got this issue, or are you coming to him wholeheartedly say, Lord, you know what, I have been really mean and nasty. That's your issue, but what is the symptom? The symptom is, is I was mean and nasty. He knows you was mean and nasty, but you got to confess that thing. So if your struggle is, well, Lord, you know, I, Beyonce, that's my girl. You know, Daisy, that's my boy. I'm not trying to bash them. But it's something about those lyrics that I need to be delivered, delivered from. Show me, God, that I may walk clean and upright before you. And he'll begin to show you. So that's how we begin to clean up our life and, and get delivered. And, and, you know what I'm saying, asking him, Father, I'm a mess. Gut me like a fish that, you know what I'm saying, that you may have free course. Your work can have free course in my life. So the, all of all of the word is good. All we can go back and forth all day long on the word. But once we apply it to our life, really apply it when we're by ourselves. That's when you really need to apply the word. Because I know when Shanine wakes up and Shanine get ready to have an attitude, I be like, Lord, I'm not in the mood to mess with nobody today. I'm in the wrong spirit. My mind's not right. Father, I'm just going to stay in this house with this door shut until you deal with me. And I'm being truthful with him. And then that way I have worked out my own soul salvation where he'll take me to a scripture, he'll take me to a song, he'll say just get before me and worship me or whatever. And then until I get my scruples right, he's not going to let me be around nobody because I don't want to be around nobody. So we got to be truthful in the heart, in our heart, not just with our lips, but in our heart. Not with our minds, but in our heart. Because he sees the heart and he sees the intent and the thoughts thereof. So if you're coming to him with a pure heart, he's going to deal with you right where you're at. Amen. Yeah. I know, right? That's point. Round of applause. That's our mama, y'all. And you know what? I'm believer, too. I try to test the spirit. You know, First John always says, always, you know, always go back to First John, where he says, Beloved, believe not every spirit, but try to, whether they be of God. You know, yes. whether, yes, whether yes. try the spirits, whether uh, they of God, you know, because they are false prophets, are gone. And this is not cutting, you know, nobody, taking nothing from no one. Uh, God, of, you know, uh, many false prophets are gone out into the world. Hereby mm-hmm. know you the spirit of God. Every spirit that confesses that Jesus Christ has come in the flesh is not of God. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And every spirit that confesses not Jesus Christ has come in uh, the flesh is not of God. And this is the spirit of Antichrist. That's why, you know, I um when I I, mean, I don't care wherever I went, and I've been to a lot of states, and I've been up under a lot of ministries, fivefold ministries. And I've even seen devils cast out mm-hmm. of people, you know. And I will always go back to my word because that's my weapon of warfare. Yeah. The word, yeah. The word is uh, nobody don't know it. The weapon of warfare is your word. Pray <laughs> yeah. you got to have the word, and you know. And I, I'm a, I'm, I've always been a strong believer because all of us on this earth as we live and breathe have to be delivered from something. Yeah. Struggling with something. Have something that they're dealing with. Have a thorn in their flesh. You know, and it's and and like you said, it's daily reading your scriptures and praying in the spirit. But it's it's gonna you know, that's a battle that we fight with every day. If I if I can just make correct you just just you know, if if I may, no no offense to you and you know, iron is chopping this iron 
um, our, the weapons of our warfare are not carnal, but they're mighty through God to the pulling down of strongholds. And our weapon is a spiritual thing. You know, um, our warfare is not the word. Our warfare is in the spirit. And we must use the sword of the spirit to fight that warfare in the spirit. You come yeah, against those fleshly. Yeah. I meant when I pray, I go back on the word, which is the weapon oh, yeah. of warfare. Yeah, okay. that's what I meant. Okay. Oh, okay. Yeah. When you pray, you know, like, God, I'm asking you to bless my son, and then you go back maybe to Proverbs 12 and 22. And you yeah. straight on that scripture, lying lips and his abomination, so forth. Yeah. That's what I meant by what this is. Amen. It has truly been a blessing. Uh, um, I'm, I'm so, so, so blessed by this. And yeah. I'm truly thankful for what we learned today. And like I was saying earlier, the main purpose of this workshop was to learn and also to bring deliverance and as we're beginning to um begin to make this bring this workshop to a close, I want to fully take that charge as my um friend that was on the line earlier, Minister Donald. You know, one thing that I want us to leave from this first workshop, because it will be there will be other parts to this workshop, is what are we going what are we going to do now? To help us to become delivered from this, how are we going to change our lives so that those that are around us will be affected by what are we going to do? I know prayer, yes, prayer is very important, but, you know, how are we going to use our Christian walk and our walk with Christ to help a change come so that people really can be delivered from this culture. It's really not a bad culture, but it has become bad because people have used it in the wrong way, you know. It's, it's, it, it hurts me. It really is hurting my heart. That's why I want to go out, leave out of this workshop and really strong prayer that we have a cult that is really worshiping this. And I really want us to leave this workshop today, to take a charge, to really pray. What are, what are we going to do? How are we going to especially minister to those people that need to live it from this? So, I want to thank all of you that were on the line today that took out the time to come to this workshop. Thank you for all that um, supported this workshop. So now we're going to um, go into prayer. But before we go into prayer, I have a couple of brief announcements. <clears throat> um, next Saturday again, Instead of 2 o'clock, at 3 o'clock, we will have Bible study again, the Youth and Young Adult Bible Study. Excuse me. Hold, hold on a second. I, I apologize because we're, um, we're in our dorm, so they make uh, announcements over the intercom, but... As I was saying, next Saturday, Saturday, May 1st at 3 p.m., 
we will have again another Bible study, and that thing will be running toward the goal, and that will be coming from Philippians, the third chapter, verses 12 to 21. Then the fourth Saturday in May, which is May 22nd, the same time at 3 p.m. on this line, we're going to have another Bible study, and it's all going to be, Don't be of ye little faith. Ultimate faith. Hebrews 11, chapter, verses 1 through 3. And then on June 4th at 3 p.m., we're going to have the God in me, living a life fully for God, coming from First Peter, the second chapter. And then in June, we will have another conference, and please look out for this conference. And the conference is going to be entitled, God Said, Let There Be Sex. Does God approve of marital sex? Does God want young people involved in unmarital sex? More info more info will come. I will post it to Facebook and I will also forward it to the um a new women's ministry line. So again I thank you and for all those that are new on the line. Also there's other um ministries that are a part of this um of new women ministry. There's other lines. We have other things that um, we're a part of. If anyone that's on the line that is not of a part of New Women's Ministries and would like to join, please copy down this website so you can join, so you can find out about the other um, ministries that are on the line. And the, the name of this website is called www.anewwomensministries.web.com. We're, we are looking forward for other people to join so they can grow into the body of Christ. So if, any, if there's nothing else to be said, um, I would like all of you to, if you have any prayer requests, I know I'm already going to pray for the deliverance and for the celebrities that are involved in the um, hip-hop culture, but if there's any person that you would like to pray for, if there's any situation that you'd like to pray for, and not only pray for us, there's anybody here on the line, too, that has a testimony that just want to thank God or give a powerful testimony of what God is doing in their life, so uh, welcome to you for as well. So now I'm going to open up the line for prayer, and we're going to close out so if anyone on the line has prayer, any prayer or a testimony. Uh, bless you. Woman of God, can you hear me? This is Apostle Tracy. Yes, yeah. hi, Apostle. Tracy. Hello, Apostle. Hi, I am just wow, I'm just bubbling over. <laughs> Woo! My, 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 awesome, awesome. I've been out with my husband having our little day out, but I was able to get on. Uh, I got on for a little bit earlier, and I'm glad I got the latter part of the conference. Awesome, awesome. I thank God for what he is doing in this ministry through the man and woman of God. But I have a testimony. I have a praise report. Hallelujah. Amen. And I hope this will encourage somebody that's my age or the younger people. Um, As you know, I went back to school, and my dream was always to be a cosmetologist. And because of um, me wanting to please people in the past, you know, you should do this and you should do that, I went to school for other things because it made mom happy, it made other family members happy. But finally, at the age of 35, 
I came to a realization is, first and foremost, I knew that I had to please God. And everything that we do, lining up with the with the will of God for our lives, is going to line up with the vision that he has set before us. So I've always been, I have, multi, I have many, many, I'm multi-gifted, but one of my, one of my, one of my things that I really want to do was do hair, have a salon, and then when the ministry came into play, I wanted to have a spa and just have a place where women can come and get ministered to physically, spiritually, naturally, just well-rounded to be a blessing to the women. Well, anyway, I went back to cosmetology school for the third time. Yes, you heard it right, third time. First time, um, I didn't have the support that I needed. I was in my 20s. Um, my latter 20s, the second time I went back, I was a single mother, divorced, trying to raise three kids on my own. So it never worked out. But God has graced me to go back to school, which started in February. I made it through two terms. But I'm so glad to say the first term, last semester, I got sick, and I was about to fail the course. But I came back, and I went at it hard. I got a B. But now, second term, uh, we're on midterm, and I, um, mm, hallelujah, God has blessed me to get a 107.63 grade point average. So I give God the praise, the glory, and the honor. That's my praise report. Thank you all for your prayers. Amen. You're welcome. Amen. Praise God. Well, Apostle Emmanuel has a testimony, too. <laughs> hey, I got my testimony. I just thank God for what he's doing, you know, in the midst of our standing. And and I just thank him for, you know, my new job. And and these past two weeks, I done had a well, week and a half, I done had three job offers. And, you know, I just had to ask God, which one do I need to take? One was too far. It was just too far for me to, you know, to go back and forth to work. But then God opened up another door within, you know, two days after I started that job for another job. And so this job is is sanitation, working with food, and so it is really, it's a really good job. Once I get hired on, I'll be making some good money. So I just give God the glory, you know, and the honor. So I, I would just say, you know, just keep on pressing it. Just keep on going because, you know, in the, in your obedience and believing, you know, because we walk by faith and, and not by sight. So, you know, all you got to do is believe in your heart. You can have whatever you want. And so, you know, it was pretty hard now. I ain't going to say it was easy. You know, you every now and again, you know, we get discouraged. But, you know, I just kept walking and God blessed me. So I'm just waiting on him to go ahead and bless me so I get hired on by the company. Amen. That's my praise report of my new job. Praise God. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. Well, Thank I do you, have God. a prayer request, Adrian. Yeah. It's um i I'm praying that God will open the doors for me to get this position over the Department of Health in Nashville, North Carolina. Mm-hmm. And um for me to finish my hours so I can finish up my bachelor's. Mm-hmm. I need thirty hours completed and I'm having problems with um, um, my finances because I cannot get financial aid and I want them to open the door for me so I can finish my classes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. 
Prophet. Prophet means I got a praise report and a prayer request. <laughs> my my praise report is I thank God for my daughter being on the line and her friend and her fiance, even my grandson. I want to just thank God that the seeds that have been planted. You know, I know that God's going to give an uh, increase. You know, because this is good ground. I just thank God for for Minister Adrian. Just you know, it's just a, such a blessing. She's not the same person that she was, and I thank God for that. I thank God for the growth that she has. I thank God for um, even on Sunday, you know, there was a transformation that took took place in the spirit with me, and I can't pinpoint it yet, but I know it's something. Y'all know me. I'll catch it. I'll, my flesh will catch up with it maybe, you know, next week, but right now I'm just enjoying it because it's, you know, I went from a worship experience to you know, just being drunk in the Holy Ghost for a whole hour, and, you know, and my husband said, too, y'all. <laughs> mm-hmm. So, you know, but I just thank God that, you know, even the understanding the revelation of his word and even tapping into the spirit, you know, fighting against the enemy, you know, for my brothers and sisters in Christ or, or whomever, you know what I'm saying? I just thank God where he has me at right now. I'm just so excited to hear my voice. I'm just so excited about what God's going to do because even through his word when he's talking about, you know, just restoration time, you know, I just thank God for or everything. I thank God for everything that I left behind because God's getting ready to restore it to me. And then some. So I thank God for all of that. I thank God for my business getting ready to flourish. I thank God for my education that I'm getting ready to go walk through that door to be to go back into the um the healthcare field and I thank God that my husband I'm decreeing it. I'm thanking God that my husband my husband will be a minister on fire for God living totally sold out for Christ and not pleasing his flesh. So I thank God for those things and my children coming back into the to the kingdom of God on fire for God. My prayer request is um keep my, my son in prayer. Um, Minister Adrian, we talked about that maybe a couple of months ago, but keep my son um, in your prayers. Um, God is doing it, because I've heard my oldest daughter, we talk, so God is doing it, but I want that jaw hook, God, to keep reeling him in even even the quicker. <laughs> in this time, but, but even the, the quicker. Amen. Is there anyone else? I have a praise report. I just want to thank God. I just sit here with excitement. It's really hitting me. Um, so many people closed this chapter in my life. There were so many people, family, friends, all around me, said that I couldn't, that I can't, that I wouldn't. But in three weeks, hmm, on May the 23rd, 2010, I will be walking across that stage in my back. So I just thank God. Then I also thank God because I've been through a lot, and I always ask God, you know, to send me a wonderful young man of God, a man of God that is studying the Word of God, living his life as the best as he can to fully please him, and he blessed me with God. Thank God that I have a boyfriend that stands by my side, that prays with me, and that is helping me in my ministry. I thank him for it. I just thank God that he's taking out the time to be on the line with me to help me to minister to the young people. And I just, I'm just so thankful. I just really thank God. 
And my prayer request is that you please lift up my father. My father had underwent a procedure, and um, it didn't go so well. So right now he has an infection in the left side of his thigh, so he's in a lot of pain. He was having problems with his um, circulation in his veins in the left, in his left leg, and um, they went in to fix the veins so that he wouldn't um, no longer have problems with circulation. So I'm just asking prayers for that, and I'm also asking prayers for me. I have been on crutches for the whole month of May. Um, I had inflammation in my side, in my left side, in my left hip. So I'm just asking as I go to the doctor on the 29th, that I'll um, receive a good um, praise, a good health praise report. So that's my testimony and my prayer request. Yeah. And I just ask that you keep us in the whole family. Lift it up. Okay. Anyone else? Okay. This is his promotion. For promotion, you said? Yeah, it's E6. Okay. Okay. Well, I'm going to go ahead on into prayer. So if everybody's um, heart and mind is clear, I'm going to get ready to go into prayer. Oh, Lord, I hey, just... Yes. I got I got a um, prayer. I need you... I got a prayer. Amen. Um, I got to work straight with no days off, so I just need you know, God to strengthen me through this work. Okay. I'm bold okay. before the throne. Okay. <laughs> okay. Okay. Let, let us pray. Oh, God, I just magnify your name. I glorify your name. I lift you up. Oh, I just praise you because you are a great God, a mighty God, a holy God, an awesome God, a wonderful God. For you are just... I just get so bold up just praising your name, Lord. So I just give you the glory and I give you the praise. Lord, I just come to you asking for forgiveness for all of our sins, all of our iniquities, whatever it is, oh God, that we need to be delivered from or that we're struggling with, that you come down and help us and help us to really be delivered, oh God. Lord, I just lift up all these prayer requests, all these praise reports, and I just say thank you, God, God, and I thank you, oh God, that you are a faithful God, that you are a loving God, you're continuing to bless people, you're continuing to keep people, you're continuing to just be all that you can do in people's lives, so I just truly, truly thank you, Lord, oh God, I thank you, oh God, that you allow both apostles and foremen's on the line that they're on the line today. I thank you, God, for each and every individual that took up the time today to come out and to learn about hip-hop music and how it is affecting our walk with you, oh God. I just... I just thank you, God. Thank you, O oh God, for the move that you're going to move. I thank you, O oh God, for the deliverance that you were set for. Oh God, just continue to lift up Apostle Tracy for my lift up her vision. I really lift up 
the things that you have for her, the things that you have for a new woman's ministry, that you continue to keep her, keep her while she's in school, keep her succeeding, oh God, keep her, just continue to bless her with health and strength, continue to bless her with all that she needs, oh God, be with her helpmate, be with her husband, be with Apostle Foreman, help him, oh God, as he gets ready to go back into working, oh God, help him during the week as he goes back to work the whole week straight, give him strength, help him to have the strength that he needs, oh God, Lord, he's calling out to you and he really needs your help, oh God, continue, oh God, to bless their marriage and bless their family and bless their children and bless their ministry, oh God, for they have a powerful ministry, their ministry is so powerful that it is really touching each this world's lives, oh God, just continue to ask that you bless their ministry and allow their ministry to continue to go forth, oh God. I pray, oh Lord, Heavenly Father, for this prophet is Shanine. I just pray that you continue to get keep her, keep her safe, oh God. Bless her husband. Allow her husband to go forth in his ministry, oh God. Oh God, touch her children. Be with all her children. Be with her grandchildren, oh God. Just bless them, God. She especially asks that you would be with her son. Please bless her son. Watch over her son. And continue, Lord, just to keep her son and allow him to be delivered. Whatever it is that he's lacking, whatever it is that he's suffering with, we know, oh God, when we're calling you, that you will be there and that you will help them, oh God. Oh God, I just lift up my cousin Linda. I ask you, oh God, that you continue to be with her, help her with her finances, help her to complete her hours to school so that she may be able to go forth for the position that she wants to go forth for, oh Lord. I just ask you, oh God, that you continue to bless her family, bless her husband, bless her sons, bless her daughter-in-law, bless her grandson, just bless her entire family, oh God, bless her siblings, and I just ask you, oh Lord, that you be with them, and oh God, I really come right now with holy boldness, I pray for the hip-hop culture, I pray that their deliverance will come forth, oh God, in the name of Jesus, oh Lord, because God, there's so much going on with that culture, so many people are worshiping that culture, and they're taking that culture over you, oh God, help us now, oh God, to be delivered and to be set free from those things. Oh God, help us to know what it is that we need to do to help us to be delivered. Give us the words and the scriptures that we need to in the prayer and help us to continue to pray so that that deliverance can be forth in that, oh God. I just continue to lift up the young people I live both that are saved and are trying to walk in the body of Christ, that you help them, oh God, for there's so many temptations, for there's so many things that try to pull them away. But I just pray that they will continue to stand steadfast, whatever comes their way, that they will continue to increase their relationship within Christ. And please, oh God, be with the unsaved, be with the ones that need deliverance, that need help from you, that the ones that are trying to live right and live according to your ways, that we will be that light, oh God, that we will be that light in the dark. So, God, that we will take that charge to be that light in the darkness and bring deliverance to them, oh God. And, oh God, I just pray for my father. I just pray, God, that you be with his help. Continue, Lord, to give him help and strength. Help him to recover from this procedure, oh Lord. I just pray, oh God, when I go to the doctor on Thursday, that I will get a good praise report as well, oh God. I continue to lift up my boyfriend, Jamal, that you will continue to be with him, that you will continue to bless him, that whatever it is that you have for him, that he will know that it will come, oh God. And I just pray for every other person on the line, 
those that didn't lift up prayer. I just pray that you will help them and that you will bless them. Whatever it is that they may need, whatever it is, oh God, that you will be there with them. And until we meet again, Lord, I just ask you, God, that you protect each and every one on the line, that you protect protect everyone that's a part of the new women's ministry, every ministry that is represented on here. I just pray, oh God, for everyone under the sound of my breath. In Jesus' name I pray, amen. Thank you for all that are on the line. I pray that all of you will be blessed. Until we meet again, hope to see you all next Saturday at 3 p.m. Amen. Amen. Enjoy your evening. Thank you. For the same, thank you. Bye bye. Bye bye. God bless you. God bless you. Minister Adrian. Uh-huh. Did you stop the recording? Oh. How, how do you stop it? I'm unsure. I think it, I think I think a, a said if you hang up, it will stop too. But um, give me a call um when you hang up. Okay, I will. All right. Bye bye. Bye bye.